Hello, hello, hello. How are you, Miss Leah? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Nice to see you again. Yeah, you too. I say see, I mean speak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, again, we are socially distant. Did you just hear hear that background noise? (laughs) No. Oh, great. Okay, great. The joys of, of, yes, exactly like you say, recording from home. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. Um, I could hear like Frozen uh, into the unknown being like blasted a moment ago. So I hope that hasn't quite made it onto the. Uh, um, it hasn't. Recording. Can you do a quick rendition though? I'm not sure I know which one it is. I absolutely cannot. I'm afraid you may <laughs> use uh, some streaming service uh, that you pay for. Um, I do notice that you haven't actually. Um, welcomed anybody in the I haven't no I went straight into hi how are you but welcome welcome to try not the pod excellent and for those of you that have never listened to uh, an episode before that's normally how we start the podcast but apparently we just decided to go off kilter Um, well I guess I think it's because we haven't spoken in a while and I didn't want to go straight into the old style of I'm Welcome to Try Not. I'm Mia. I'm Leah. What are we talking about? Blah, blah. And not have any of the niceness chat that we've been so good at doing with season two. Yeah. And I realised that we have recently recorded an episode and uh, jumped straight in again. Yeah. I, do you know what I think it is? Like, uh, uh, it's really tough. Like when we used to, when we used to always record together. It's just a different vibe, isn't it? And now we're not recording. We're not actually recording socially distanced because of COVID. We're recording it because our lives are so fucking mental that we don't actually have the time to sit down. Meet up anymore. No. Which is also kind of heartbreaking, to be honest. It is because I think actually COVID has changed both our lives. I mean, I think both of our lives for the better, but also in terms of actually having that additional free time that no longer exists. Yeah, it's really sad. In the Maybe same way. Start. Oh, no, let's pick it back up. Basically, the point is, it was nice to see you again on this remote video recording. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, I'm delighted to be talking about what this week? Well, what we're doing, because we can't actually get together to do something, we're doing something that we can both do separately and then we can discuss. So we are going to have a tarot card reading. I'll just let everybody know, this is the first time I hear that we are both going to be doing this separately and just getting on and doing it. Because I thought it was going to be a big old jolly day together where we would then have all the hilarity of what happened with um, hypnosis. Um, Sorry, I say hilarity. It was hilarity for me. We did do it separately, actually. You're right, because we did it on two different evenings. And I feel like this is why I was like, you know what, we could do this separately too, because actually... It was amazing because we went with hypnosis. We went to the same person. So that's it. Exactly. I think we should somehow, though. This is the problem. Is there a way? Is there like remote tarot reading? There is remote tarot. So I've done quite a lot of research, but I have never had my tarot cards read. And I am super, super, super excited about this. And I do not want my first tarot card reading to be remote because do you remember when we did that astrology thing and they basically told us about our good place analysis or whatever? The- yeah, but that was just we filled in some questions and sent off a form, I think. There was no actual talking to anyone. 
Yeah, but I don't believe that a virtual tarot card is going to be any reading to be any. Well, hang on a second, <laughs> because this implies that I believe that a face-to-face tarot card is going to be um, uh, official I, or, or effective. I, and I don't know that that's true, but I do have a certain like um, level of excitement for this. Can I just have you had your cards read? Yes. Okay. Yes, um, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and actually multiple times um, with the same person each time. And actually, this is going to give me the impetus. I've told a friend that I would go with her to this specific person. I mean, I have no idea if they still exist because actually the last time I went was in 2012. So I've not done it in 10 years. Um, but I keep saying to friend that when I go I will you know we'll book an appointment and go together so actually maybe it's the impetus I need to just bloody go ahead and do it that being said I don't feel like I'm in a cross I but all the times I've been to do it all the times I've been twice but both times I went was when I was in like a crossroads in my life and didn't know what I was doing or didn't know whether what I was doing was the right thing to do so the first time I did it was just before moving to Spain um, and I thought I was moving for good and that was going to be my life was over in Spain. And then the next time I did it was two and a half years later when I was moving back from Spain. And again, I didn't want to move back from Spain, but there wasn't really life for me there anymore. And um, and therefore I, I came back to England for a weekend, did my tarot in England to be like, is it right for me to move back? And then whatever happened, happened and I moved back. So those are the only times I've been. But it felt like I needed some kind of like, I don't know, spiritual okay to to do these these life choices. Whereas now I don't feel like I need a spiritual okay for anything. Maybe it's yeah, just well, maturity, hey? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it does sound sort of like grown into your own person now. You're just like, fuck you, I can make my own decisions. Um, I feel like for me, like, I just feel like I, I, I'm with you. Like, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not on the roads. I don't have a lot of indecision. Like, I'm genuinely quite just happy, like, bimbling along in my world. But um, I am fascinated, not really with the tarot cards reading but i think tarot cards are incredible like i, I just in what sense thing. i just love them i love the kind of the, the artistry of them and you know i love the idea that you know the order that you pull them out in or the the position that you pull them out in affects what they're supposed to mean i call bullshit on the whole thing but i did go to um I, I think i've talked about the aura haven't I? i've talked about the aura yes which we've we've not yet done yeah no because remember we we booked an appointment with the place and it was a psychic and then it burnt down <laughs> it didn't burn down <laughs> you're so dramatic <laughs> but you had a leak and they were like i'm oh. And it was like the funny thing was though he was a psychic and then he messaged me saying oh yeah he couldn't see an unforeseen leak and I was like fuck me that's not an advertisement for your psychic abilities is it mate um yeah in his defense we weren't going for psychic abilities we were going for aura photography so um, maybe we should have still gone anyway he was a psychic so I mean come along no we can go again that is what I want to do I think I said this again so sorry if I'm just repeating myself but I want to have my aura taken um on the same day excuse me i want to have my aura taken on the same day 
at two different places because I want to validate that they are indeed <laughs> capturing my aura and not just doing some shit to the, the film of the because it doesn't change. Your aura doesn't change within a day or a week. They claim that it Right, it okay. Shit. So if we went to one place in like North London and then one place in South London that like didn't know of each other on the same day and got two photographs taken, they were completely different, we could literally just junk it and say this is bullshit and for once we could actually like call bullshit on something and it would be bullshit so that's a whole another episode that we have to do okay yeah we should definitely plan that one still because we've been talking about that for years now and um i'm i'm even more excited about doing two different versions just to call bullshit on it officially so, so on the tarot front, um, how do we validate the bullshit? Would you then go see two different tarot readers and see if your future is read the same by both? Because obviously, it's a, you know, it is a deck of cards. Everything about cards is chance. You're going to pull different cards out with two different readers. Are they still going to tell you the same things? Well, I don't Are you now telling us that we need to do two tarot readings? No, no, I'm not. Because I'm not saying that this is... For me, this is about trying something new, right? Oh, it's the experience of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've wanted to have my cards read, like, forever. And it is mental because I am not a person that really buys into a lot of this stuff, as you know. But I don't know. I just feel like it could be kind of cool. But I didn't know you'd already had it done, although I really suspected you had, so... Yeah, 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 I definitely have. I mean, like I say, I am happy because I think, like I say, because I'm not in search of any answers for anything, it probably does make the most sense doing it now where actually, I mean, what they told me at the time, fundamentally, it helped me make a decision that I had already made. It was just kind of like reassurance in my decision making. Here, I'm not looking for any answers for anything. So it feels like I'm trying something new because I'm going in there with no expectation of like, I'm not looking for an, yeah, I'm not looking for an answer, but if I might be, I might, I can't remember, but I think the whole point is that when you sit down with the cards and you, you know, you choose three or four cards, I can't remember how it works. It's been 10 years, but I think you actually have to go there with a question in mind that you want answered Really? Because I think that's what they're, I think that's when you're pulling the cards and they're reading to you about the cards. I think it is to answer your question. I think. Let me, let me just, let me, we've got the computer in front, in front of us. Let me just see. Tarot reading. Yeah, that's interesting because I guess for me, it's like, I have this, I have this weird feeling that 99% of the people that you meet who are in this industry, let's say like tarot, psychics, sorry if you can hear the baby, he's like screaming. I feel like nope. most of them are absolute bullshitters. But I reckon there must be one or two that like legit have some... Can tell you things, yeah. I mean, if you just Google tarot, it says tarot card reading. So this is off Wikipedia. Tarot card reading is a form of cartomancy. I don't know that word, cartoon... Anyway, where practitioners use tarot cards purposely to gain insight into the past, present or future, they formulate a question and then draw cards to interpret them for this end. So when they say they formulate a question, like I say, the both times I went, I had a question in mind. Should I move to Spain? Should I move back to London? End of. 
Um, you ask the question out loud. I can't. That I can't remember. I don't. I honestly no idea. To be honest, one, it's really shocking to me that you are telling me about the experience that we're going to do <laughs> because normally it's starting to go down. <laughs> so are you a little bit per- perturbed now because you're like, oh wait, <laughs> I'm not doing all of the. Uh, this is how it runs. <laughs> no, this is this is fantastic. I am. I, I guess I'm even more intrigued then because if they're going to ask me a question look for example i assume i was going to pull the cards out because i'm the person who's pulling the cards out right and what i pull out was going to reveal something deep and meaningful about my life so maybe they'll tell me you're at a crossroads or you should be thinking about your career or maybe you need to focus more on your relationship or whatever they they think right from the cards that i've chosen i believe it a lot less already if i'm going in there and i'm going to go should i quit my job and um, go and work in the charity sector if that is my question then they've got so much information already based on the fact that I'm even having that question in my mind that so listen no no no. I get what you're saying and this is where I mean like I say I just I don't really remember how it worked or how whatever and I can't tell you if they if they did um if I did give them the question or not, maybe they just say, think of your question and then they, you know, you pull your cards and then they talk to you about stuff. And then does it make sense to your question or not? And obviously, just like when you're reading horoscopes, you're like, oh, this thing's going on in my life. And in my horoscope, it said these three sentences. And actually, if I really think about them in this way, perhaps they answer what was going on in my life. But fundamentally, they don't. And it's all bullshit. So I couldn't tell you if that was the scenario that actually I didn't say what my question was. They said some stuff that seemed to feel like it fit in with the answer I was looking for or the reassurance I was looking for that then I was like, yep, this is fine. This is the right thing to do. Great. Or whether I gave them, I I don't think I did give them my question, but what was happening at the time, the move out to Spain, I think I was, I had a lot of guilt about moving because my dad is, you know, very protective and was very career driven and blah, blah, blah. And I was I'd just on my master's at a really good uni. And it was kind of like, well, why are you moving to Spain with no job, no nothing? Spain is in a, an unemployment crisis. And, you know, this is just the wrong move. And I had a lot of kind of like daddy guilt about whether I was doing the right thing according to whether my dad would be happy with it or not. So that was my own issues. But the tarot reader or doing that reading was kind of like go live your own life do what you want fine that's what I took away from it to move back huh what did you do in Spain did you get a job I yeah bought a one-way ticket to Madrid never been booked the first two three nights in a hostel as soon as I landed they had you know when you stay in a hostel they have like tours of the city and all that kind of stuff and they like arrange they arrange events and stuff so I did everything that hostel was doing to get to know the city and then in all my free time I was flat hunting just trying to find you know like a spare room.com kind of thing trying to find a a um a flat to move into and I think on day three four five something like that I um no it must have I spent a, a week and a bit in the hostel so anyway at some point I found a room to move into and then it changed my life and as soon as I moved into the room I then job hunted and within I think two or three weeks of moving to Spain, I had a flat and a, and a job and stayed there for two and a bit years. But then the crossroads to come back, I was quite heartbroken. I um, 
that I didn't have a job and couldn't find a job and was just like, what the fuck have I wasted two, two years of my life being here? I've got to go back to London with my tail between my legs. I've got to start my career again from scratch and I'm in my late 20s, like blah, blah, blah. So um, the tarot reading, I think, when I came back for Lon- to London for it, what, I can't remember, my question must have been something around like, you know, should I sit it out in Spain and try and find a job for longer or shall I move back? Whatever it was. She basically, you know, I hadn't said anything about being heartbroken or anything, but she was all this like, you know, you need to get away from this person that's hurt you and blah, blah, blah. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, well, I had like, I remember at that point, I hadn't mentioned anything to do with that. And, um, and so, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, well, I haven't told her any of this stuff. And she's told me that I'm heartbroken it's really toxic being anywhere near them so let me move you're really you really are an awesome person yeah. <laughs> why because i just no, said that i believed in some hocus pocus tarot reading no bullshit on the tarot reading. <laughs> i mean that is an aside right but genuinely it's pretty it's pretty brave to like you know go through your like schooling finish your masters and then just be like you know what fuck it i fancy doing something different and knowing that people are going to have, like, opinions on it and strong opinions. And, like, you know, your dad's only looking out for you, right? It wants to protect you. Again, make sure that you're, um, you, you're kind of happy at the end of the day. But, but you did that. That's awesome. It's just really awesome. It is. And you know what? When I, when I moved back to London, I was like, shit, I'm in my late 20s and all my friends are well on their career paths. Like, what the fuck have I done? I've wasted not only between, I'd had surgery before my master's. So I'd already had like two years out of life, then did my master's for a year and then Spain. for two. So like, I was like, shit, I'm five years behind all of my friends. But actually, fundamentally, if I look at where I am now in my career, where I'm, I feel like I'm top of my game and couldn't be in a better job, in a better career, in a better, you know, job title than I really am like happy with where I am. Would that have been any different had I started my career five years ago? Probably not. I'd still be at where I'm at now. So, yeah, I'm really grateful that actually I didn't necessarily follow the the standard that everybody that I had grown up with around me had done and to to have done it a bit different. But I suppose you know all about doing things a bit differently as well. Yeah, but you know what's really awesome about this is even if tarot is bullshit, right? Which I pretty much, I'm going to say it is. <laughs> the fact that 20-something-year-old Mia just needed somebody to reassure her and help affirm what she already knew in her heart, in both instances, just to cement that those feelings and let you make those decisions, then I think it's, you know, it's fucking A1. Like, good on it. Aww. That's a very positive way of looking at it, whereas I'm like, really? You needed a card and some lady that didn't know you from Adam to reaffirm it for you where all your friends were going yeah just do it go do it you know was that not enough no because none of your friends were doing it right and this is the point no, true. isn't it it's like you might for you it was a tarot reader but there's always something it might be a dream I had a dream actually that this was a you know the right thing to do like it's fucking bollocks it's big you know it's, it's 
whatever it is, we all need something sometimes just to reassure us that we're not. So interestingly, and this might, it's not going off tangent because it is kind of related, but I'm, so I'm very much a believer of everything happens for a reason, right? Everything about my life choices have happened because they were meant to happen in that way because, you know, I was supposed to be mean to you on your first day and <laughs> in order to then have this wonderful friendship or, you know, actually, no, that's not true. But, you know, we were supposed to meet because obviously the podcast wouldn't exist and therefore I was supposed to work in that job. And therefore, so I'm a big believer in things happening for a reason. And therefore, when people, you know, feel like they see signs about themselves, you know, walking down the street and actually I saw this thing and that was a real sign for me on that day because I was thinking of such and such and therefore seeing this car drive past that had a logo on it that triggered something in my, you know, I believe in all of those things. And maybe to that point, the tarot was that trigger that I needed to for the affirmation. But there are much more sort of logical, rational people in this world that are like, no, life is what you make it. And therefore you made decisions to get in this place and that. So I don't know. I think it depends on your outlook on life, right? I'm a little bit wishy-washy. The universe will get you where you need it to be. I think you're right, though. Like, I, I mean, I don't believe in any of that bullshit with the universe. Like, you know, I'm against the secret and all that. Like, ask the universe for shit and it'll happen. But I quit my university degree uh, based on graffiti that someone had written on a bus stop in Brighton. Holy shit! So, yeah. Somebody had written, I was working at the time, I was working for a travel company, Had a sh- job was pretty shitty, but I really loved it. It wasn't paying good money, and I was working out, I was at university, and I was like, tired, and I was so tired, and I always wanted to be a pathologist, like, that was my dream, like, I was going to, you know, cut up dead people and give people answers, like, tell, explain to them why the people that they loved had died, and I was so set on it. And I was miserable. I hated the people I was doing my course with. I thought they were all pretentious. Like, you know, they'd been just, they all, I don't know, they were just like so full of themselves and didn't really understand the value of money. And I was working really hard to try and put myself through university and it was tough. But I really loved my job. And I knew it was never, ever going to like, you know, probably sustain me financially or anything else. But I was sat at this bus stop and there was a sign that someone had written, just graffitied on the bottom of the bus stop, stop for a minute and think about your life. And I just sat on the bus stop and I just stared at the sign and the bus went past and I was like, this is mental. You've got five more years of university, or four more years of university at the time to, to get to where you want to be. You're in a job right now which you really love and you're really good at and actually you could stick it out. Maybe you could get a job in travel that actually paid you enough to, to live and survive. And um, Yeah, so I went to university and I quit. They held my place for a year and, and I never went back. And, we'll see. You know, from that job in travel, had another job in travel and another job in travel and another job in travel and eventually, again, I met you um, and I'm still in travel. Mad. You know. See, so for somebody that is so rational and logical – to sit and see a sign at a bus stop that changed your, the course of your life, it is all for a reason. It is all about the universe pointing you it in directions. <laughs> it's not, because I knew, well, it is, but also I knew, right? I knew when I sat at that bus stop that day, fucking hell, I, had, I was working a split shift in my job and I was going to university for a class in, um, in chemistry, which I did not want to be sat through and I wasn't enjoying it and I was already miserable. So... For me, that bus stop sign was your tarot reader. It was just 
something that could reassure me. So I think this is what I think. We look to the universe, we look to anything to kind of just affirm what we already know. And you know what? It's fine that we do that because we all need a bit of reassurance, right? So, but I'm not going to sit here and start look. I remember, very, very strange, but I've always wanted to do jury duty. I'm obsessed. Yes, but only because, yeah, well, you love crime dramas anyway, but is it because you basically want to go to the Old Bailey and sit in on a big murder case? No, it's just that I really love the fact that that's how we decide justice. Like, I love the fact that it's it's like by committee and that, you know, you can actually, like, contribute to society in this way and yeah i'd love a really dirty murder trial but i mean there's other reasons too and i'm you know there are certain things that you can't like if you've committed a crime i don't think you can ever do jury service like i i'm totally eligible for jury service you know i'm nearly 40 it has never happened and i remember saying this to somebody once um and they were like oh you just need to ask the universe you just need to put it out there you just need to tell the universe that you want jury duty. and i remember just thinking Shut the fuck up. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But I know there are people that genuinely do believe in this, you know, this putting stuff out there. I I do. I I believe in, like, manifestations of things. If you you manifest it enough in your mind, it happens. Okay. Well, I'm going to – all right, fine. (laughs) I I will try and manifest jury duty over the next couple of weeks. Let's see what happens. I mean, how long have I got to manifest it for? I, well, I don't know. It, I, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily happen overnight. It could happen in four years' time. <laughs> oh, really? Could it? Yeah, nice. Imagine, though. Imagine if you now get a letter in the next couple of weeks before we then do the follow-up. Imagine if you get a letter for jury duty. Would you then be like, okay, shit, this might actually have some something to it? I mean, Jesus Christ. I will, okay, I'll tell you what. I will manifest, I don't know what that means, but I'll Google it. Um, jury duty every day for at least 10 minutes for the next few weeks no because if you don't believe it I don't think it works like you have to actually so the manifesting thing is like you have to imagine yourself actually in that situation in that like you're imagining yourself telling work listen I've got jury duty I can't work you're manifesting that whole conversation you're you know actually what does it feel like when you walk into that courtroom who are your other jurors going to be like what you know imagine yourself having conversation it's actually like imagining yourself in that scenario so vividly that it then happens okay do I sound like a cuckoo you sound a little... I was just thinking, am I going to edit this out? But no, I'm not. <laughs> I saw your face. Your face was just like, what the fuck is she chatting about? Oh, my God, who is this person? I will do it. I will totally do it. Like, I'm up for it. Like, we're trying new things, right? Let me try manifesting. So we've gone from tarot reading to um, manifesting the universe. We will also be getting tarot reading. So I found a person in my area... Um, okay. Basically, you know, I live in the sticks, as you like to say. You live in London, so you can easily find someone. I will go to my person, um, and you know, let's see how it goes, and then we can come back together. Yes, they're different people, but we can talk about our experiences and talk about whatever um, went down, really, and just to see how the experience differs or our kind of perceptions of it. And I think it'll be quite fun. Do I go back then to the same? people that I used last time I don't know if that I actually I wouldn't be able to tell you what her name was if I 
but the same I mean it's not in a convenient area of London for me at all no pick someone new just you know what oh, really manifest an experience see they do telephone readings no 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 it has to be a physical because so easy for us to do it on the phone um and it could literally be like you know i mean anyone can sit on the phone and bullshit their way through through a card reading i want to look at the whites of this person's eyes and i want to see you know what they're about well so anyway i think so i don't know if it's this woman she looks like this woman that i found online but i don't remember that being her name but but also when i did the tarot she did a bit of palm and tarot so is that do you want 100 percent tarot or you want a bit of palm in it as well okay if there's Um, a bit of palm in it i'll take it i mean i'm open to it i mean to be fair what she read for me from my palm hasn't actually occurred in all i mean again this was 10 years ago but she said i'd I'd meet the man of my dreams in my 30s i feel like i've done that i feel like i've done that I just, uh, and that we would be two workaholic, um, career-driven, blah, blah, which I think we probably both are. In fact, we both are. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the kids. Yeah, I mean, but you've got time. You're 30. I mean, there, there is that time. Um, mm. But anyway, so I think it is this lady, but you're saying to find somebody new completely different. No, 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 I, I, whatever you feel comfortable with. But I feel She's like not going to know me or recognise me. She, for, for me, I'll be a new person. So just, you know, knock, knock yourself out then. And then we will come back together, um, you know, in a week or so. And we will, um, yeah, update on how it went. And I'll let you know, of course, uh, when I will be uh, attending um, jury service. Um, I can't wait. I bet you I get a text next week saying... I manifested and now we'll it's see. happened. We will see. Oh, look, this lady um, has been the official tarot reader for this place since 1999. And seeing as I went there in 2010, it's definitely the same person. Okay. That's quite exciting. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to. I can't work out how to book it, but... Anyway, how exciting. Yes, let's let's regroup once we've done that then. Perfect. Oh no, sorry, she's only doing telephone readings. You want you want them to be in person, don't you? Well, if I do a phone reading one, to be honest, it's more likely that it will get done between now and whenever. Uh, let me see if I can find a um a local one. But also because of the bloody variant that's now come to be again, um I do get worried that things like this will shut down because you're in quite a, a confined room. I think if we have to do it on the phone, then that's fine. And if we do, though, why don't you give me the same lady and then we'll both have the same person. And then that right. Works. OK. Then but you found someone locally that is still doing them. She was still doing it last week when I checked. But to be honest, I'm more than happy to use your, you know, lady and we'll do the same lady. No, because to that point, I feel like you should experience it in person. It's a bit kooky. Let me see if I can. I'll see if I can book one. And if not, I'll let you know. Okay. Okay, cool. Fine. Groovy. Well, may the cards be ever in your favour. Likewise. And um, I'll see you on the other side. Wonderful. See you then. We know you're already following us on Instagram and Facebook. And for those of you that aren't, it's at Try Not The Pod. What we'd like to bring your attention to is our Patreon. Please do follow us on patreon.com 
forward slash try not the pod. So we've got lots of different tiers over there starting from just £2 a month and there's all kinds of different benefits that you can get from joining our Patreon. So you can get our episodes early with loads of additional content and for some of our episodes that you've already heard there's a lot more information. So if you listened and liked our taxidermy episode for example all the photographs are on our Patreon account. Don't forget to also rate us on whichever platform it is that you listen to us on. One of the biggest ways that you can help us is to rate us now i know that lots of people when i listen to podcasts ask me to do this all the time and i completely ignore them but rating us and reviewing us is really helpful and it means that we can get on some what to listen to next lists which will really help us grow our podcast if you've really enjoyed any of our episodes don't you want other people to enjoy them too please tell your friends and your family Obviously not your family who are sensitive to foul language because that will probably upset them and we don't really want to be upsetting anyone. But anyone who can handle the language, please tell them. We've got loads of exciting episodes coming up um, and we can't wait to to share them with you. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Saturday morning, back to recording. Can't be happier. Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely to see you again on the break as well because I feel like we haven't done that for a while. So I know, I know. It feels very funny. It feels, yeah, like I haven't been seeing many people. Um, But the fact that we have our chats every week is giving me untold joy. So, yeah, it's great. Awesome. Awesome source. So, um, oh, my God, this is like a – we haven't discussed this at all. Let's just be – We haven't. So can I just jump in over you and just check in? Obviously – after Hypno, um, we had a bit of a, a crisis where you um, contacted me straight away and were like, I'm traumatised, I'm traumatised. How are you now? Are you okay? I am okay, yeah. I'm okay now. I was not okay this morning. Um, I did send you a message this morning to tell you that I had a dream last night that this woman basically told me that none of my dreams would ever come true um and I woke up this morning and I was literally heartbroken like I, my heart hurt this morning so I, I started saying because I didn't sympathize I actually didn't see your messages until one minute before you were starting the session and then I was like well I'm not going to try and like you know calm your fears I'm just going to say have fun or whatever it was <laughs> yeah so, that was your response I was like thanks, I've told you that I woke up heartbroken and you're just like, yeah, knock yourself out, have a good day. Um, so I went in this morning. I, I mean, I've been thinking about it. It's been back in my mind all week and it's been like, oh God, I feel a bit weird about this just because I think it's an unknown process to me. So having never done it before, I had this like kind of apprehension. Uh, and I think all that manifested itself in this like dream of like, you have no future, die here, bitch, kind of feeling. Um but actually, I it was you actually, and I think it was maybe this lady that told me it the first time I ever went to see her that actually they would never, or a good tarot reader would never actually tell you something, even if they got bad cards, they will always try and give you the advice that the cards are trying to give rather than oh, you've got the Grim Reaper death. Um, right. So I should have actually probably told you that last week that a good reader would never paint something in a dire light even if it doesn't look particularly positive that is very reassuring to be fair I wasn't really afraid that they were going to be like oh you drew death you're going to die I was just kind of afraid that like the answers to my question shall I start shall I tell you what my, yes my yes you go ahead you go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so you told me before I went in that maybe I should think about a question 
just in case it was needed. And when I when I called her, um, she no, actually, let me go back. So first of all, it was a bit of a fucking mess last week. So after you booked it, you told me you need to reach out to her and you need to send her a picture of your hand and blah blah whatever. So I reached out to her, sent the information. She was like, "Okay, great, I'll see you um, next week." And I was like, "We're doing this on the phone, right?" Because I'm not in London. And she was like, "Did you book it on the website?" And I'm like, "I didn't book it. My friend booked it." And anyway, this went back and forth. There was all this fucking messaging back and forth. Oh well, I don't book people one appointment after the other. Like I need to check with my provider. It just went on and on, and all these messages came through. And I was having a really fucking stressful day. I think it was Monday. I think it was a work Monday. I got, yeah, I got that impression, yes. And this woman would just kept fucking messaging me about how I booked this bloody tarot reading and whether I was going to turn up and all this sort of stuff. And in my mind, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, can you not just get the cards out and like figure this shit out for yourself? Because I don't have time for this. So I messaged you and I was like, I know I was coming across like quite stroppy. <laughs> you just sort of kind of cut through all of that and was like, wow, I had a perfectly lovely exchange with her. But anyway, <laughs> going into it, I was already like, oh, fucking hell. So do you know what, actually, before you go on, I had yesterday, I had a few wobbles with her where she, and I wasn't going to tell you about it because I was like, oh, this is just going to add to Leah's like, this is ridiculous. But I'll tell you now just because we're talking. So she messaged me yesterday or Thursday and was like, oh, um, you know, looking forward to speaking to you and Leah on Saturday. Of, um, can you phone me before ele- the 11 o'clock reading so that I can do the payments? And I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I've already paid. And then I went through my emails and I had the payment receipts. I went through my credit card account, had the payments taken out. And she was like, oh, it's going to be £40 per person if you can, you know, call me to do the payment. And I was like, A, I paid £50 per person. And B, I've already paid. So can you please explain to me why I've paid more and where my money's gone if I have paid? She came back. She was like, oh, really sorry, Alex, which is, I think the name she gave you on the Monday as well. Alex took the booking and I don't know what, blah, blah, blah. And if you've paid through the website, yes, it is more expensive. And I was like, well, fuck that shit. Like, how do I book next time? Because all I can do is like, maybe you phone up and book and then you don't have to pay the website fees. I don't know. Anyway, I was like, well, can you just confirm that it's all paid? Because otherwise I want my money back. <laughs> um, and she was like, no, 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 all fine. All sorted. Yeah. Talk to you. Talk to you both on Saturday. So yeah, I'd had a, this bit, a bit of a like, what the actual fuck and I didn't want to tell you because I knew that it would wind you up but anyway there we go well it winds me up because it's like you know and I keep coming back to this but it's like when we went to the aura photography place or the psychics and they were like oh I'm really sorry due to an unforeseen like plumbing disaster and it's like how is it unforeseen you're fucking psychics like surely people that can tell the future should be able to just fucking sort the shit out but anyway that aside I called on time today and the first thing she said was oh you're on time and I was like well I hope so like this is an appointment right um but she did immediately make me feel quite calm she just she's got quite a soothing voice in that sense that she's not really aggressive you know she's quite softly spoken um so she explained that she was going to start talking about my hand then she was going to talk about a bit about the stars and then she was going to talk do the cards so I was like oh okay fine great I'd have to do anything for the hands and the stars so I'll just listen so how do you want me to do this? Do you want me to just like blast through it? I mean, yeah, if you don't want to give details of actually what she said, but, you know, like things that she said that really resonated that perhaps were true, things that she said that perhaps 
are utter bullshit and don't make sense at all. Um, I guess what your feelings were about whether it, there were accuracies, whether you gave her confirmation of stuff you were saying, or did you just sit there silent and wait for her to tell you everything? And then in your head, you tried to make it fit. Like, yeah, just. Yeah, so yeah. there were two things which we'll come back to in a moment, uh, which are very similar to hypnosis. <laughs> but apart from that, um, I would say, and I was, I gave her nothing at all. I mean, and you can believe me because I'm I'm genuinely very sceptical about all of this stuff. She absolutely fucking nailed it. <laughs> yes! I fucking like, knew it. She did the same for me. And I give, I give, I always end up giving stuff away, but this time I said absolutely nothing. And she was like, this, 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 bang, bang, bang. This happened at this point in your life. This happened at this point in your life. Precise ages, precise like things. And I was like, fuck me, I haven't opened my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, it was to be there. She and and like there are bits I wrote down and I, I told Ellie this and Ellie was like, I'm freaked out by the whole thing. I have to leave the room. Um, <laughs> so she started by saying, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an overview. So the question that I had in the back of my mind, I had, I had three different questions and she actually covered all three of them. OK, which is weird, but whatever. So the first thing that I my main question, the main thing I wanted to know is like, you know this, but my dream is to write. Right. That's what I want to do. And I have been putting it off for like years because it's always not a good time. And I always told myself that I'd quit my job and I'd, you know, live some kind of very specific writing lifestyle and I'd have time to think and all the rest of that shit. And it's not going to happen. Right. I'm nearly 40. I've got a baby. Like I, I can't afford to do those things. And also I'm not sure that I'd want to do them, but I still want to be a writer. Like that is my goal. And ultimately the only thing that's stopping me is myself. Right. But, I wanted to know if it was a good time for me to say, you know, 2022, this is the year where I actually commit to this shit and I, I, I really start doing it and stop making excuses. So she basically started by saying, okay, with your hand, I can see that um, you need to take charge of what's going on. Like you need to really just step up and stop finding reasons to not be accountable for, for what you want. Um, it's really, really positive in your it's a it's a real turning point and um she said the word that I I have in my head is transformation um and um that kept coming up which is interesting because it's my job title right it's like literally my job title so um so and she kept talking about it and she said you know I think what you'd be really you I I think that you have a conflict what you really want to do and this is so fucking weird it's crazy she said you want to be directing operations which was literally my job title before it got changed to transformation the director of operations um but you also want to be doing something creative which is true that is exactly my quandary right I like my job I like what I do but I really want to be doing this kind of writing piece then she went on to talk about like um the stars and she was talking about how you know Jupiter and Saturn are going to bring kind of luck and abundance in this next period um she talked about uh, Venus and how I was in a really loving happy place again can't I can't contradict that she talked about Uranus and, and about like the um the possibility of creativity for a child which was like yeah if I'm just had a child um, so I did tell her that my wife had had a, a baby, but only after she told me that I was in a loving, happy place and she mentioned the child, I didn't mention him. Then 
she told me, well, he was going to be a torchlight and he was going to shine um, a light into the future for me and help me to see the way forward, which is true because having him has been, I mean, that's not a big step. I think when you have a kid, you do totally change all your priorities. So I'm not sure I'm going to give her that. But she went on to say, you need to, there's a couple of things that you need to do. You need to clear out from the past. So either whether that's getting over people or cutting people who don't matter out of your life, cutting stuff that doesn't matter out of your life. Um, She said, I don't know if it makes sense to you, but you need to clear out the cupboard under the stairs, which is literally the task that me and Ellie like put off because it's like a shit show. Um, We did it last week, uh, which is nuts, but we did it. We actually sat and did it end to end properly, went and bought boxes and actually cleared it out. So that was really weird that she used that exact expression because anyway, then she told me, she said, uh, health wise. Oh no, she told me I had a really great, she said my, my line, my fate line is fantastic on my hand. So great. She said, health wise, I think you have a slow thyroid. I was literally like, are you fucking shitting me? She said, yeah, do you ever feel like too hot, like really sleepy? Like, did she get lifted off a load of things? I said, yeah, sometimes. She said, yeah, I think you have a a lazy thyroid. Uh, You might want to get that tested and you might want to get some kelp um, or seaweed. Right. So I was like, literally at this point, I was like, you are fucking shitting me. I've ordered a thyroid testing kit. Um. So, yeah, I'll share the results of that with you. Um, Before I publish this episode, um, I will add an addendum to give you the results to see whether or not that's true or not. But anyway, that was it. How accurate is the the test that you've ordered? It's an NHS accredited test. So basically it just gives you your thyroid levels. So it will tell me if it's underactive, overactive or normal, whatever. So it's, um, yeah, I ordered it for a company that actually uses NHS test uh, labs. So it's a. Um, can I just say, if she is correct and this one actually comes back legitimate, how will you feel? Not about obviously having to deal with the medical, whatever comes with having an underactive thyroid, but in terms of like, holy shit, this might like, that that's insane. But in a way, I'm really glad because ultimately, I don't imagine many people hear this kind of information like the hypnosis woman and then go and pay for a test, right? But this is validation for me. Like, we're all, I'm always asking you, aren't I? What's the magic bullet? When will I believe it? What's the thing that will make me, you know, less sceptical in life? Here you go. This is it. If 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 I, I'll tell you the rest of my reading because some of it is like creepy. But if this comes back, that's it. It's done. Like I, she can't fucking know that from a picture of my hand. Like I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. Um, so she then went on to tell me that she feels like I have I feel a burden at the moment um and that there's a lot that I need to sort out because it's basically stopping me from moving forward she says that I have a clear she believes I have a clear vision of the future that I want and the way forward um but I've got to deal with like resolving all the stuff that's stopping me from basically getting there um so there's a, there's a lot of talk about that, and I think it's true. Like I do feel a sense of responsibility. Obviously, I've got uh, money. I've got to provide for my family. I've got to make sure that we are, you know, financially sound. So that's the kind of the burden part. It's not a burden, but do you know what I mean that's the that's the responsibility part. And the rest of it is just about me. I think it's just me, like stopping myself from doing this and just finding excuses and saying, "Oh, it's fine. One day I'll have a year to just write a book." Well, it's not going to happen, is it? So I never have to actually confront the fact that maybe I'll fail. 
So it is like completely spot on. Like when she was talking, I was like, fuck's sake, this is annoying. And then she basically kept talking about transformation. Transformation. She said, you've got to get to a point where you let people know that there is a change coming. You've got to signal that enough is enough. You need to say no. You need to stop getting, um, stop taking on more responsibility, not getting rewarded, don't not getting any positive feedback for what you do and stop being so agreeable. It's time that you actually look, stand up and say, this is enough now. And I was literally I mean, just if like... If you take her advice and you haven't taken my advice for the last five years on this, I'll be pretty pissed off. But you know how it is when you just like everybody complains everybody moans about things like all the time and sometimes you just I guess you need to hear it from just an external source to go actually you know what like so fucking right this is mental so it just went on we talked it went on a bit a little bit like that um they talked about then she said this is the other hypnosis link so she's told me I've got an underactive thyroid which I'm pretty sure is what the bloody um hypnosis the other woman just said you had a testosterone problem oh yeah testosterone indeed yeah hormones yeah um she said you're you you have a good friend that you can ask for help and advice and I said yeah and she said um and your partner's also very supportive I believe I'm speaking to her after you today and I said oh no no that's my friend actually um yeah, my, my my partner was somebody else. <laughs> okay, fine. I think the minute you tell anybody that um, you're with a woman, they just assume that any other woman that you've been <laughs> referenced in with is that person. So I was like, for fuck's sake, like, what is it with people? Anyway, and then then she told me, you need to um, stop procrastinating, stop running away from the issues, be brave, and in the next 10 months, that's the time frame, you can actually do the thing that you want to do within 10 months you can you can achieve it so I was like okay that's amazing and then she was like we've got a bit of time left Do you have any other questions and I was like hmm so this is the bit that gets a bit creepy so I've been toying with a couple of things in my head one is the discussion around moving um like to Dubai I don't want to do that, right? But it was a question that was posed to me by work um, as an option. It wasn't like enforced or anything. And then we've been talking as a family about moving to Devon. So these are the two kind of potential right, moves. because that's the one I know. I haven't heard the Dubai thing. Please don't fucking move to Dubai. <laughs> no, I'm not moving to Dubai. But when, okay. I'll, I'll tell you about that later. When, <laughs> or in a minute, but anyway. So when she asked me about the question, in my head, I was like, oh, should I move to Dubai? And I immediately discounted it because we've already discussed it and there's actually no way in how I could do it. I wouldn't do it. We wouldn't move as a family. Our relationship isn't recognised. You know, my parenting of right. that ch- of our child isn't recognised. And I fucking hate Dubai, point one. Uh, sorry, Dubai, but I really do. And point two is, I can't say I fucking hate Dubai, can I? Because they're going to come after me and probably kill me. But it's not my favourite place in the world. Let's say that. And then two, if I moved uh, alone, which was the other suggestion, um, I would obviously miss out on seeing my child grow up, which is really not acceptable to me. So it's kind of off the cards. But I fought it in my head and then I thought, oh, no, it's not it's not off my heart. It's, it's not in my heart. Like, should we move to Devon? That's a better question. So she did the thing with the cards and then she said, I think, you know, that what I'm getting here is that you'd lose out um and you know I think there's some things that you need to maybe uh speak up and speak out about because this is not 
um, something that would benefit you, um, potentially financially, but I, I really don't think that it's 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 the right move. And um, no, she didn't say the right move. Sorry, she said I really don't think that it's it's the right um, a right activity. That's what she said. And I was like, okay. Um, and then she went, sorry, do you want to move? And I said, well, we've been thinking about it. Yeah. She said, okay, absolutely. You, you need to move. And I said, really? She said, yeah. And this is where it gets really weird. She said, I completely understand um, that we worry. It's, you know, it, but it's silly to worry. Um, the thing is, sometimes you need to plan. Um, don't worry. It's like, it's like writing a book. And I was like, that makes no sense. Like in, in as a sentence, it makes no sense. It makes sense to me because that's what I want to do. She said, yeah, it's like writing a book. You need to get your notebook out. You need to write your own script. And when you've done that, you can prepare the road for transformation. And actually that transformative activity will make it possible for you to make the move. She's talking your language. I was like, said all of that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you banging on about? I was literally like, how, what? So she gave me, she said to be in five weeks time, something's going to happen. This is the other thing. In five weeks time, something is going to happen that um, explains how you'll make this, how, how you'll make this a reality. So I was like, Okay, well, sorry, I think the baby's kicking off. He's like really crying oh, in the background. That's so that's fine. Um, yeah, in five weeks' time, something's going to happen that will uh, that will enable you to see how you can make this a reality. And then she was like, "Okay, so yeah, that's great, isn't it?" Oh, and the last thing she said to me was, "You're going to have a breakthrough." Um, she said she she sorry she said if you don't do this you if you carry on the way you are you'll be ill and stressed your heart isn't in it you're going to have a breakthrough that's going to help you deal with the stress deal with the worry you've got to keep in mind your talent and abilities and make good use of your fortes oh and that was the end i was like so uh, thanks do you for feel positive after your experience yeah i did do I feel like there are bits of it which really uh, I'm like, that's just weird. Like your use of language, you know, write your own script, get your notebook out. It's like writing a book. Those three things were like. And also oh God, all that transformative stuff. Like she talked everything. to me about changes. She didn't use that language at all. Transformation in every sentence. She was like, it's all about transformation. You've got transformation coming. There's definitely transformation in your, like all the time. And I was just like, this is just creepy. It's like, you don't, I don't know. It, I was, so I was looking through my notes because when you were saying it, I was like, oh, interesting. She seems to have said some similar, similar things to me. And I'm looking through my notes and actually none of it is using that language. It's all in, yeah. in language that resonates with me, but none of it is around transformation. Tell me what she said to you. So, I mean, likewise, I, but I've been, like I say, I've been to see her before and every time it's kind of just reaffirmed stuff. And and this is the only time I didn't even have questions joining the call. Like, you know, you were thinking about these things. I was like, oh fuck, I'm just going to like see, she'll pull cards. I don't have a question. I actually don't have a question. I'm really content in life right now. And I don't have a question. But anyway, the, the question comes afterwards. Cause like you say, she does your hand first, then she does the stars, then she does the cards. Um, so for the hand, 
she was like, oh, you know, did you do something at 24 years old? Uh, your hand splits. There's a new road. Did you break away? Did you leave your life and do something different? Um, and I didn't answer. She was like, your hand is full of adventure. You've got um, a fate line that started with a cross, then has this breakaway, and now it's come to a halt. What was the breakaway at 24? And I was like, oh, actually, I moved abroad. I just upped and left and changed my life and moved to Spain. She was like, oh, okay, interesting. That makes sense. Now your childhood, it started difficult. You've got a cross at the start of your fate line. Something happened to you or you went through something and it just meant that your your start in life was quite difficult. There were lots of hurdles and barriers. And maybe that's why um, you are strong and more determined. And actually, you're very brave. You're very strong. And I think that's come from your childhood. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was born with a disability. Yes, it was difficult as a child, but actually I don't remember it in a bad light and it probably has made me the person I am. And then she was like, and at the moment there's a relationship and it has a big swooping upwards. It lifts you. It's a very beneficial relationship. It's very fortunate. This person is the one. They boost your life. Um, Are you in a relationship? And I was like, yeah, I am. Um, And, you know, Great to hear he's the one. That's that's good news. Um, she was like, I would give anything to have this fate line that you've got. And anyone that I see with it, I would give them a pat on the back. This is an amazing fate life line to have. What's interesting is it shows a stop at 37. You're 37 now. So your fork comes to what's called a writer's fork. And it means that you've got the opportunity to diversify and apply things to do things differently and creatively. Are you a writer? And I was like, no, absolutely not. No interest in writing, no talent in writing, not my passion area. And she was like, okay, that's fine. It's just called a writer's fork. So it doesn't mean it's about writing. Um, But basically you're coming to a point now at 37 where you want to stop and do things differently. And maybe that's because you've had so many adventures. Is it this part she said? Maybe it's coming up in my notes. Yeah, I'll get there. So anyway, so that was my fate line. Um, you know, big pat on the back. You've got a great fate line. And I was like, this is great. Brilliant. She was like, long life. Um, you know, nothing to worry about. Brilliant. Onto the stars. So Jupiter and Saturn, they're all about growth, luck and money in your career right now. And actually, my career is going really well. I've just, you know, been given a promotion. Things are going really well at work. I'm absolutely loving it. I mean, I'm working every bloody hour God, God, God sends, but really liking it. So she was like, Jupiter and Saturn, great career. Neptune are in your relationship area and it can be really inspirational. So if you are already in that in that relationship, which you've said you are, then explore it more. It's an open book. Look further. Um, What have you got to discover together? Do you have any journeys that you're taking? I didn't answer that because I was like, not really. It's bloody lockdown. What journeys do you want us to take? Venus is in your fifth house. I had a little giggle to myself because obviously that means fuck all to me. It's all about sex, love and drugs. So basically it's all the fun. I was like, okay, fine. I mean, what's all the fun? It's lockdown, but great. Um, Pluto is in my home area. So everything seems to be happening. There's a move. The move is what you would like. It's time to do it. And interestingly, literally before I got on the call, we were looking at properties. We found our perfect property. We're not in a position to move yet. We were like, bloody hell, this is the problem with looking at properties now is then you then find, but it literally ticks every single box. We don't know the area. That's the only thing. It might be in a scummy area, but everything about it's in Camberwell. 
Oh, yeah, we'll still be in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our yeah. next house, I think our next five years house will still be in London. It's time to leave London. Sorry. I'm telling you. No, I don't think so. Um, and then Mars, Uranus, I don't know what, blah, blah, blah. Thinking, think out of the box. It's time to do it. And, and, and it all means change for you. And I was like, okay, fine. Oh, piss it. Where'd, I thought I wrote it down. She said something about this move part she was like maybe it's maybe it's time or on the fate line I obviously didn't write it down she said something about like um you know maybe you're thinking about settling down and actually you know you've had all this adventure in your life it's time to settle maybe you're looking at just moving to the Cotswolds and having a chilled life and I was like how weird exactly to your point why are we staying in London we were joking about moving to West Sussex and having this like nice quiet country life um not gonna happen we're gonna stay in London for a bit but anyway, so everything she said kind of resonated. Again, I didn't really give her much answers apart from, yes, at 24, at 25, I moved to Spain. Yes, at 24, uh, sorry, as a child, disability. And yes, I'm now in a relationship. But everything else kind of resonates. And then she was like, cards, you might have some questions going through your mind. And actually, like I said, I don't. And the only thing is my dad's a bit unwell. So I was, I was wondering if that, you know, I didn't want to think unpleasant thoughts. But I was like, well, the only th- actually concern I have is, my dad's health so um she starts playing with the cards she was like yeah all I'm getting is new beginnings it's all about actions and changes and um time to be productive and you know everything's quite fruitful she was like everything's really positive you're just getting a lot of positive cards so you've got this you know old structures are changing new beginnings um money have you got enough money to do what you want blah 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 she was like, okay, there is a situation card that's come up, which is something's holding you back and you're just coming to terms with something difficult. And so that's the only thing I can relate to my dad is that we're coming to terms with that. But um, otherwise, nothing else in my mind. And I get, didn't give her that answer either. I couldn't really say anything. But <laughs> then it was all about this good fortune and wealth again. You know, stand fast, stick to what you want to do. You will be rewarded. You've just... you're new opportunities stepping stones more to come reward 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 and I was like are you talking about the future here or are you talking about like the immediate what's happened right now because I've just had this promotion and all this recognition and everything like that so is everything you're talking about does that relate to that and she was like oh I mean you know great that that's happened no no there is more to come (laughs) I was like my god if there's more to come on top of what I'm like already happy with this is great um so then she was like oh interesting I've got a card on new beginnings and I was like oh I don't want to move jobs again I've just bloody moved jobs and come back to an old one and I don't want new beginnings she was like this is about your relationship that will bear good results a reward possibly a child there's an open gate and you're going to um have something you need to keep escaping abroad maybe think about a bolt hole where you can always return to relax and be in different surroundings and I was like oh you're telling me to buy a second property abroad fine (laughs) I'll do that Um, but she was like no good fortune success more to come Um, you do have a link to other countries so keep that link up but it's all about your talent being rewarded you are the queen of the castle you're the top of the tree um don't take on so much that you wear yourself out and become frazzled. So don't say yes to everything. 
Um, I know that you think it looks like a weakness to say no, it doesn't. You can also reframe it and say, I don't want to let you down. So I don't want to do this right now because I might not be able to, to accomplish it, blah, blah, blah. She was like, you take on too much, but you are rewarded for it. Um, she was like, it's just layers and layers of icing on the cake. I can't get to a bad card. It's all about reward and good things. And I was like, okay, well, this all sounds really positive. She was like, is there something else that um, uh, that you're wanting to know? And I was like, no, not again, not really. And she was like, okay, well, you know, just remember with so much success, you might have too much to do. So just remember to say no on occasion. You don't have to do it all straight away. Um, but I would recommend that if you want to have a child, use that as your next project. Um, you know, start doing all the preparations as you would do with a work project prepare everything you need don't waste time it will be the bonus and it will be the reward that you're looking for so there we go oh my god yeah so i'm um queen of the castle with all the icing on the cake <laughs> good for you so i mean to that extent right you're just like is is it all bullshit but everything she did say about my lifeline like has happened and you know has 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 happened um and I am in a really good place with work I'm in a really good place with the other half I'm in a really I'm in a really good place with everything so yeah I guess you know that does resonate it's interesting that somebody that's only read my hand is just saying basically that you're in a really good place and the only things that me and him are thinking about are moving house and having children so I just love the fact that, you know, like you say you're in a really good place. Like we've known each other for eight years now. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I've been at the company for eight years plus some months. So we've known, literally known each other for the same time, right? I mean, and we've been like good friends for the best part of six of those, I would say. So I would say that in those times, this is the happiest I've ever known you. I mean, it, it is. It is. Yeah. I am just. Um... Yeah. So she's not like in recent years since I've known you. Like you know, if you if this was your reading like two years ago or four years ago, I would have been like the woman's like clearly full of shit. But <laughs> actually now, like yeah, you've like gone through some stuff and you've you know you have had like difficult times. But this is the time where if someone was going to tell you like yeah, your life is pretty groovy like this is the time right and it's so cute that she thinks he's the one I know well so actually to your point of like you woke up thinking shit she's going to tell me that actually I've done everything that I can and I'm going to be miserable from here on out or whatever as we were doing the readings and she was saying and you know and he's your one and blah 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 I was like oh my god she's now going to tell me it's downhill from here like I don't what if what if something happens and he's not the one or he decides I'm not the one or you know and so I had this sudden like oh oh my god you know everything's perfect everything's happy I'm really glad with where things are going and I'm not saying you know we know everything about each other and we're you know it's it's still a freshish two-year relationship but um I had this sudden pang on the call of oh my god is she going to tell me that actually at some point it's gonna somehow come to a dramatic end. But but then, that's really the, cards, the cards, the cards are great. 
But even, that even that's really powerful. That is so powerful because, like, fuck her completely, right? Even if she is full of shit. Like, no offence, I'm sure she's not, but whatever. The fact that just the fear of losing what you have now made you feel like that just reaffirms to you that it's the right thing for you right now, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean? yeah. 100%. The fact that you could feel anxiety about the fact, oh, my God, I might lose what I currently have, and you can recognise in this moment how happy it makes you, that is fucking worth 50 quid. Just that. Just that bit alone. <laughs> worth 50 quid. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely true, no? worth it. <laughs> It's totally worth that, just to know that. Like, And for me, it's like... Oh, you sorry, know, 50 quid, because that's what we spent on her. I thought you yeah. said random figure out of your head no I mean it's worth it's worth an untold amount of money what I mean is if that's the only thing that you got out of this was this yes, in that right, moment actually. you're like yeah this really matters and this is great and I'm happy but to know that is we so how often do you actually sit and think I'm really really happy with my life right now you don't you always think about the things that could be better or the things that are difficult or like and for me, it's the same. Out of all of this, like, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Like, whether it's true, whether it's not, whether my thyroid's fucked, who knows. The fact that it made me think, you know what? Stop making excuses for not doing this thing. Like, stop limiting yourself because you are literally the only person that is, is in your way. The rest of it's bollocks. Like, the, everyone else can, you know, do one. I have to make the decision that, that I'm going to do it. That's it. So it's weird. It's weird. Oh, It'll be interesting. Inspired you. Like I said, it's not really, it's reaffirmed everything for me and it's great. And, you know, I am super grateful. I'm in a great place. But I haven't, because I didn't go into it with any questions because I have no needs or wants or desires, uh, apart from a baby. Um, but, um, like I've come away from it just being like, oh, great. Okay. Well, somebody, somebody on the outside who doesn't know me is saying everything's going well. Great. Fine. What was great about doing it the last two times is I genuinely went in there being like, what the fuck is what I'm doing right or wrong? And both times I came out of it being like, right, I'm going to stick with this decision because actually it is the right thing to do. Um, so I, I still kind of believe in her as a reader and in the process she's given you the same affirmation she's given she's without telling you she's made you affirm for yourself that right now you're in a really good place yeah, yeah, yeah true. That you are really happy to be with you like you like your job it's worth the extra effort that you're putting in for the reward that you get whatever that may be and you know yeah it's just validated your existence like and probably we all need that I reckon a little bit like every now and again we all need it so even if she's just like a because she told me in part of the reading that she used to work in the rag trade like she was a designer she designed but it wasn't what her heart oh, wow. was mm-hmm. oh, that's Weird. so interesting yeah so I'm going to get my test in the next few days. I'd love Obviously, to know what your test says. I really would. I really hope, you know, that actually there there isn't anything wrong with you. But also, actually, if there is, that, you know, in her pointing out, then you can get it treated to and seen to and, you know, whatever yeah. it, it may, may need. But also, like, I hope it's given you that bit of inspiration and fire in your belly to actually pursue this bloody dream that you've been talking about since I've known you. I think it really has like I I had almost made up my mind and I've talked to Ellie about it as well like that 2022 is is the year like 
all I want, all I need to do is finish, like, basically the draft of my novel. And, like, I'm a good boy for it. Get it. Send it out. That's it. That's it. It's, it's not, like, massive, right? And either um, it will be successful or it won't. But I feel like it's not actually about, for me, I've always said I want to win a man book prize, right? This is my aspiration in life. It's not like I'm going for, like, I'd like to be published. No, I want to win one of the most prestigious book awards <laughs> in writing. So, you know, I'm not aiming particularly low. Um, but actually, if I finish the book, honestly, that would be enough. If, if it never gets published, if no one wants to publish it, if I finish it, I will feel like I've accomplished something. And I have learned over the last few years, I am very capable of actually finishing things, which I never really believed I was. But, um, you know, later in January, I'll graduate from my MBA and I'll get to wear this stupid hat. I know. And they sent the certificate the other day and I was just like, can't believe I actually have this. You know, I can't Can believe. Can you frame it and put it in your office? Well, uh, this is so ridiculous. I just say to Ellie, I might frame it and put it on the wall. And then Ted got his first, Ted is six months. Ted got his first swimming certificate. I was like, should I frame that and put that on the wall as well? So we just have a wall of certificates. Um, but yeah, it just, it, I think it's, yeah, you're right. It does inspire me, but it also just like reaffirms the fact that you just got to go for this shit, right? Life is for living. Yeah. Life is for living and yeah. for, for for at least trying to do your dreams. Because if you don't try, you'll always regret. Exactly. Exactly. And there's no harm in it. Like the, there is actually no harm in, in, in doing this. It doesn't, it doesn't cost anything. It's just, just time. And why not invest time doing something that you love? Like I'd spend a lot of time doing stuff I don't love. So, you know, probably time to set that balance. Yeah. Correct. Well, I, I'm glad we did this. I am glad. I'm I'm not entirely sure. I'm I mean she said some things and I, you know, I had some good vibes, but I don't know. Let's see. Honestly, it's hanging in the balance here. If the um if I indeed have a lazy thyroid, I swear to God, I'm I'm gonna consult her on a monthly basis going forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, note that if you contact her directly, it's only forty pounds. <laughs> mm, I will do, I will do. Thank you for that. Um, so yeah, I'll up, like I said, I'll update. Um, so in, you'll hear this immediately after we finish talking, whether or not, um, she was correct about thyroid, thyroid. Um, but apart from that, I would say tarot. Done. Done. Until next time. Bye. Hello, it's Leah here from the future, I guess, or from the present. I'm not really sure about it how that works um but uh, the good news is um there is absolutely nothing wrong with my thyroid levels uh, all my hormone levels are normal and there is no indication of any thyroid gland disorder um i will share a little shot uh, of a graph that demonstrates this perfectly um on our instagram account um so I did tell me I'd go easy. I'm not necessarily going to call bullshit on this, but um, clearly this is not one in the favour um, of our of our lady of the cards. Um, but there we are. So happy to update you with this news. Bye. <laughs>